The Last Word with Matt Cooper. It's time now for our weekly American spot. We're joined as ever by Marion McKeown, US correspondent with the Business Post, and by Cal Thomas. And let's talk about Hunter Biden, son of Joe Biden, subject of so many dark conspiracy theories by those who would try and claim that the Bidens are somehow worse than the Trumps. Well, today, what has happened, Cal Thomas, in relation to the lengthy five-year investigation into Hunter Biden's activities? Well, it's not over, according to the U.S. attorney in Delaware, Matt. Uh, Hunter Biden has uh, uh, reached a plea deal on two misdemeanor charges and one uh, felony charge involving lying on a federal form about uh, Uh, his uh, own drug problems when he was applying for a gun permit. But the U.S. attorney said today that the investigation goes on, and I would take that to mean that uh, it involves uh, what a lot of people have been suspecting, money going to these Biden LLCs, some 20 of them, uh, to uh, hide uh, funds from China, from uh, Ukraine, from other places. So it's not over yet, but uh, I think he got off relatively easy compared to uh, what others might have faced had they not had the last name Biden. OK, but hold on a second, Cal. This was a Donald Trump appointed attorney who conducted the investigation, who remained in place when Joe Biden became president. If there was worse, surely that uh, nominated attorney would have uh, taken stronger action. Well, I don't like the, uh, you know, the uh, comparison of who nominates whom. One would hope that these are professional people who abide by the law and who do their job. That's not always the case, of course, but I think in this case it was. And I think it would have been a bigger headache had Biden fired him, uh, a political headache for him. So uh, I just think there's more to come out. Uh, James Comer, the head of the House Oversight Committee, uh, has said that that there's going to be more coming out. Uh, There are these uh, alleged recordings Uh, involving uh, the Bidens and uh, some uh, questionable uh, deals. So there's more to come out. There always is in these kinds of cases, unfortunately. Well, Marion McKeown, let me bring you in, because while Cal says there is more to come in this, many of the reports coming out of the United States this afternoon are suggesting that that's it. This is the end of the road. What's your interpretation? Yeah, um, my understanding, Cal, and I may be wrong, is that it's over, that the investigation is done. I didn't read into it at all that David White said that the investigation was continuing. And we have, I mean, of course, Chris Clark, who's Hunter Biden's attorney, says that, you know, it's his understanding as well that the entire matter is resolved. The problem here is that now to put this in context, usually when a new president comes in, all U.S. attorneys are fired. They just are. It's nothing personal. It's like we're starting a new um, presidency here and you're all out. Uh, and, and the fact that David Weiss was kept in place specifically showed that the Biden administration bent over backwards to make it look like they weren't going to meddle in this investigation. So he was, I think, the only one left in place in the whole country. And he continued his, as you said, he's a Trump he continued his investigation. There were a lot of resources given to him. Um, he's apparently a straight up professional guy. And it seems like he did his job. And what I think that the Republicans are going to be seething and already are, if you look online, uh, because this was an investigation into everything. This was into all of his dealings, his business dealings with China, etc. And no charges have been brought. The only charges in that, I'm just to clarify, the, in, in that 
uh, area of the investigation. Now, he did um, owe a million dollars in taxes from when he didn't pay his tax in 2017, 2018. He paid it in full. He borrowed money from an L.A. lawyer, apparently, two million, generous lawyer. And... um, he paid it, plus he paid all the fines, plus the 450,000 lien. He paid that off as well. Uh, that is pretty normal for people who are late with their taxes. You know, it's it's a misdemeanor. You pay it off and, you know, that, that's that done. That's the same as anyone would be treated. And likewise, with this gun uh, penalty, I did speak to somebody after the report came out who, who I know in law enforcement, and they said that, you know, t- lying on a form about drugs, they said only if it was used for a crime would that become an aggravated issue where you might get prison time? He said, on its own, nobody ever gets prison time. If, for example, he had used the gun in the robbery um, or whatever and had lied about not taking drugs when he bought it, then it would be serious. But on its own, apparently, this happens a lot. It never is prosecuted separately and there's never jail time. So it seems like he's being treated like everybody else. But as you say, like Donald Trump's already come out and said, unfair, unfair. Um, it seems that if there was something to find, they would have found it. It was a five-year troll. And and, you know, I think a lot of his feelings were unsavory for what it's worth. I think he had no business working for Burisma. I think the optics are horrible. Uh, but it seems that it wasn't criminal. You know, horrible and not criminal are, are sometimes, they seem pretty close. But in this case, it seems they were two different things. And Cal Thomas, could it be that even if this is the end of it, that if David Weiss has finished his work, that that will not suit the agenda of many Republicans or Trumpites and they will just continue to peddle the conspiracy theories for all it is worth for base political reasons. Oh, base political reasons. Who ever heard of such a thing, Matt? I'm just shocked to hear that you would use that phrase. Listen, this kind of thing goes on all the time. That's why it's called politics. And you know what politics means. Poly means many, and ticks are blood-sucking insects. So when the Democrats are in power, the Republicans say, oh, no, we've been cheated. Uh, It's a two-tier justice system. And when the Republicans are in power, the Democrats say the same thing. This is how the game is played in Washington, and it's why so many people are sitting But I do believe that uh, there is going to be more coming out because you look at the character of the people involved, and that includes uh, Donald Trump, too, by the way. Uh, Character really uh, uh, establishes everything. And I think you've seen some uh, uh, questionable, to put it charitably, uh, deals involving, as Marion said, uh, the optics. It's more than optics of Burisma, China, Ukraine, and who knows what else. But there's always more to come out. And that will keep us busy for the next few months. Marion McCullough, I'm going to ask you a deliberately loaded question. Are there bad (laughs) actors on the right who are deliberately promoting the campaign of Robert Kennedy Jr. within the Democratic Party to win its nomination for the presidency, knowing that he's a crackpot and a loon uh, and that's their attraction to him? Well, you know what? It, it, it's possible and it wouldn't be the first time because Democrats have funded the campaigns of extreme right-wing lunatics when it suited their purposes. So both parties engage in this kind of uh, dirty politics. But look, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. doesn't, you know, it, it really, whether it's um, Republicans, a lot of his views seem to me to be pretty MAGA, like promising to seal up the border. I don't see him getting much traction with progressives, with the Bernie Sanders progressive, uh, progressives with a lot of his policies. Now, you've got conspiracy theories, you've got all of his anti-vaxxing stuff that has been going on that predated COVID. Um, To me, he's Conor Roy in succession. You know, he's this clown who thinks, and he was a very good environmental lawyer. I'm sure he still is if he just go back and do what he's good at. Um, 
I remember when I lived in New York, he was really involved in Riverkeeper. And, you know, in the like in the 1990s, the Hudson River was the filthiest river in America. It's now one of the cleanest. And really, a lot of that was down to Kennedy and his his zeal and his passion for getting that done. So he was very effective there. But as a politician, he's a clown. The only thing he's got going from is his family name. And he's really milked that to the max. Now, I think that what is worrying for the Democrats is it's not that he's going to beat Joe Biden. It's not that he's even going to run as an independent candidate. But it shows that 20 percent of Democrats are signaling to Joe Biden, we would prefer, we don't want you and we'd even take this guy. And the problem with that 20 percent is that when it comes to the general election, they mightn't turn out. It shows that 20 percent of Democrats really can't be arsed voting for Joe Biden. So I think that that is a problem for Biden. But as you say, the right love him. I mean, he's got half their policies. You know, all the conspiracy theorists love him as well. He should really be running as a Republican. He'd be much, he'd be much more at home. What do you make of him, Cal well, Thomas? Well, uh, well, first, uh, Matt, I think that uh, Marianne is right on a lot of uh, her analysis. Uh, the reason a lot of this stuff is coming out about Kennedy right now, including uh, a New York Post reporting on his sexual exploits, and uh, is because uh, a lot of Democrats see him as a threat. Uh, his his wife committed suicide after she found out about all this stuff, and you wouldn't you wouldn't put all of this stuff in the media if you didn't feel that he was a threat. Uh, I don't think that he's going to uh, certainly win the nomination and certainly not the election. And I think Marion's right. He just has his name going for him. But uh, this is the way politics is played. And I would also add that it's why a lot of really good people with good character and good ideas don't want to get into politics, because if you've ever done anything embarrassing in your life and who hasn't, uh, the opposition will make you look like a serial killer. Yeah, but hang on. Is this a man of good character and good ideas? This is a man who is peddling the most virulent conspiracy theories against vaccinations. This is a guy who's appearing with the likes of Alex Jones, who's Steve Bannon's preferred Democratic candidate. And doesn't that tell us a lot? Yes, you're absolutely right, Matt. Uh, yes, you're absolutely right. But uh, again, I think Marion is correct. Uh, you have uh, a majority of Democrats now who want somebody other than Joe Biden, who think he's too old, uh, who are looking around for somebody else. I don't know who that would be, except Gavin Newsom seems to be, uh, the governor of California seems to be behaving like a candidate, although he continues to deny it. He's traveling all over the country. So I think he's the fallback guy for Democrats. If anything uh, should happen politically or physically, or personally uh, to Biden that would damage his renomination. Marion, what about the guys that Robert Kennedy Jr. is going to to get publicity? A big podcast with Joe Rogan, for example. And then there's a video that he did with Jordan Peterson, which has been taken down from YouTube. And of course, that then leads the fringe elements to go, oh, look, they're trying to silence the man because he's telling truth to power and all the rest of it, rather than actually conceding the fact that what he's doing is deliberately telling lies. Yeah, you know, I sometimes wonder now, I understand why it was taken down from YouTube, because it was all anti-vaccine information that is completely wrong and dangerous, you know. And I mean, children who get measles suffer horribly and children who get other diseases for which there are vaccinations, if they get them. And we see that in countries, developing countries where they don't get access to them. And to hear this entitled clown, really, to call him what he is, uh, going around and spouting off this nonsense is really frustrating. But I sometimes wonder... 
is it not better to just let them air this nonsense and let people hear it for the craziness that it is? But, you know, it's it's strange because he is not a stupid guy. This is a smart guy. Like I said, he was a very effective lawyer. He's, you know, he's got a very unpleasant personality, it has to be said. I've, I've encountered him. Um, he's not going to win the charm contest. He makes Ron DeSantis look like Pollyanna. You know, so I think I don't think he's particularly likable. This is a protest vote. This is a, a, a message to Joe Biden that, you know, and I think it's probably especially okay. coming from younger voters uh, that he, they're not happy with him. Talking of entitled clowns, I see there we might have a busy August because of Donald Trump, Cal, that the case against him for obstruction and mishandling classified documents might start as early as the 14th of August. Well, that's what they're uh, saying. That's what's being reported, Matt. But I think there will be many motions filed, motions to delay, motions for discovery, uh, all kinds of other motions uh, to delay. I know uh, uh, Jack Smith, the special uh, counsel, does want an early as possible trial. And I think the Democrats would, too, because they'd like to knock Trump out. They think they could beat any of the others in the Republican field, including uh, the number two, Ron DeSantis. So uh, we'll see. I mean, these things uh, uh, can drag on for weeks and even months. There's even speculation that it could uh, uh, not start until the middle of the presidential campaign or maybe even after the election. If it gets too close to the election, the judge could say this could be too political. We're going to wait until after the election. So anything can happen and probably will. And what about his performance on Fox News uh, last night, Mario? Well, you know, I just think it's more the same with Donald Trump and and the latest thing now that he was too busy. And, you know, to me... Sorry, too busy to sort out all of the boxes of information that he was leaving in unlocked bathrooms inside in Mar-a-Lago. Like, this is a guy who probably doesn't wipe his own nose, you know, and he's saying, oh, I have to sort out all these hundreds of boxes myself. You know, I have to take out my shoes and my shirts and figure out, you know, where the classified documents are, if they're under my dirty laundry. I mean, it it doesn't answer the question what they were doing there in the first place. It's all distraction and, you know, nonsense. And I think Cal's right. There is a, a legitimate way in which this trial can be delayed until after November 2024 to do with the classified protocols and all that. And Aileen Cannon, who will be watched very closely because of the mess she made with the first part of this, um, may well, you know, decide that there's, you know, it's fair enough to go that route. But yeah, he, you know, he doesn't get, he gets less credible by the second, you know, but again, I think Trump supporters don't care. And I think that we really need to remember that they don't care and they see this as exactly what he's calling it, a witch hunt against him as a way to interfere with his chances of winning the election as the Democrats trying for the third time to cheat him out of victory and you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I don't. Okay, well, look, I just want to finish with Cal on this. Cal, in one of the things yeah. in that interview last night, yet again, he tried to insist that he had won the 2020 election, uh, that a lot of the ballots that were uh, called for Joe Biden were fake. Do you think, have we got yeah. to a stage where he actually might believe his own lies? Yeah, I, I mean, yes. Look at O.J. Simpson. Uh, he, he actually believed he didn't kill his uh, his ex-wife. Uh, the other thing that bothered me in this, uh, well, there was a lot that bothered me in it. The presenter, Brett Baer, went through a whole list 
of people that Trump had appointed, who at the time he said were really great people. Uh, General Mattis, uh, even Bill Barr, all of these now who are now critical of him. There had to be at least a dozen who he is now calling losers and incompetent and all of these other things. And and Bear asked, uh, well, how come you didn't know that at the start? I mean, isn't this an example of poor judgment on your part? And I, I think it was. I mean, you know, if you don't if you don't kiss Trump's butt all the time, then you're at risk of being denounced as a loser and incompetent and all of these other things. It was pathetic, frankly. I even I grossed out. Cal Thomas, Marion McKeown, thank you so much for being with us. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4:30. Today.